And a very, very good morning to you. Well, Heels, I can probably pick where you're going today. This is just a blip on your radar having to do uh, three hours of radio this morning. Yeah, hurry up, Paddy. Get it done. Get it done, please. <laughs> He's okay, here in the, he's here in the teal gear. He's ready to go. He's on a flight at lunchtime to uh, Sydney. Well, we don't give up on him, Penny, do we? No. It's an away game, but whoopee. We can win away. Mm-hmm. And we should beat the Thunder. We're going down to Sydney. We are about lunchtime, late, just after lunch. Get down there mid, mid-afternoon. mid Get out to Spotless. Never been to Spotless. Mm-hmm. Uh, see what sort of hospitality the Thunder administration have for us. You know, if it's anything to go by, when we went to the Sydney Sixers match at North Sydney, it'll be nothing. <laughs> and uh, we'll just sit around and watch the boys go, go to the dressing room for a beer and go home. Be back here tomorrow morning, first thing. Who's in the travelling party today? Oh, I think it's Terry Spencer, our CEO, Adam Dale, our corporate relations manager, mm-hmm. uh, Peter Locke, the general manager of the Brisbane Heat, yep. and me. That's, That's all it. I know about. And you're not expecting sort of bells and whistles and confetti and things like that when you walk into the stadium? No, no, definitely not. I'll be I'll be wearing an overcoat uh, <laughs> with a normal shirt for, uh, with a heat jersey under my under my uh, normal shirt. Well, Hills, on my rundown it says we've got a mega show coming up today, and I, I, I've got to agree. Yes, we've got the young Australian of the year. We've tracked him down somewhere in Europe. Armobile is going to join us. Liam Wilson. Craig. I don't know who's paying our phone bill this morning. We've got yeah. two overseas phone calls today. Don't they ring in? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think uh, Liam Wilson is going to fight. Now, Liam Wilson is the, the young fighter who started his career out at Kingaroy. And I tell you who's been pushing his barrow, the great Carl Rackerman yeah. has been contacting a few of his media mates in Brisbane. So you should be doing a story on this bloke. He's fighting for a world title in the next week or so. We've hardly heard a thing about him. Mm. So I think it's February 3. Yeah. So Jack has... has Tracked him down, and we're going to have a chat to Liam Wilson this morning before he fights for a world title. So I just called Carl Rackerman for a little bit of info yesterday, the great mocker. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, Mock, now, how come you're pushing this young kid? And uh, how do you know him? And, you know, do you know the fa- – no, I never met him, Pat. World title <laughs> fight, we should know about it. <laughs> so It comes from his friendship with the uh, the owners of the King of Roy Hotel, who are great supporters of Liam, and Mocker being a great South Burnett man has just got behind some of the local product. Yeah. yeah so no, we're going to have a chat to Liam Wilson. Yeah, he can hit. You know, when, oh, what's the youngest zoo's name? Nikita. Nikita fought at Nissan. Mm-hmm. I went that night. Mm-hmm. And Liam fought on that card. Mm-hmm. And he, he hammered the bloke he was um, b- boxing against. So okay. now he's got an Arizona world title fight. And he's dialing in reverse charges from Arizona. <laughs> I think the Lions skipper's going to join us in the studio. He's probably on his way to Springfield for training, and he's coming in for a little uh, he's time coming as well. In, is he? So we can get a, a first-hand look. Hills. They tell me he's a lean, mean fighting machine. D. Okay. Zorko. Yes. Uh, be good to catch up with him. Wade Seckham. It yeah. just keeps going on. So the uh, the Heat coach is going to join us. Beth Mooney. Uh, another win last night. She scored forty-six. The uh, they're, they're untouchable at the moment. Mm. I know this Pakistan team is really struggling, but they. They, they kept Pakistan to just seven for 96, and uh, we passed them uh, in 12.4 overs. But, of course, everything leads up to the Women's World Cup, uh, which starts Feb 10 in the Republic in South Africa. Yeah, so they'll be heading to South Africa next week, and the men going to India. Mm-hmm. And we've got Crash Craddock. 
right. is coming on board. I He's going to talk about you. I think we're just going to do a little bit of reminiscing. We're going to go through a shark, AB, and Artie's meat pie stories. <laughs> and Chris Nelson will find a tip or two for us because we're at Rocky this afternoon, and I don't know whether he tips in Rocky, but we'll have uh, Sunny Coast, a bit of info for Sunny Coast. So right it's, it's an absolutely packed, packed day, and I hope you'll stay with us for the next three hours. Mm. Overnight Hills. Tennis. Yep. So we've got the Wimbledon champ, Elena Rybakina. Mm-hmm. Uh, she beat uh, Vika Azarenka, 7 6 6 She had the service wobbles, did the Wimbledon champ for a little while, the Kazakh, but uh, she uh, she won through quite nicely in the end. She was the one who played her first round match on court 13. There was uproar. So was that any way to treat a major, a reigning major champion? Mm. What was uh, their justification for that? I don't know. No, we don't no, know, do we? No. She's hitting unbelievable service. Just speeds, a mistake. Apparently. Yeah, just a mistake. And she'll play, uh, as Vanessa was telling us on the news, the number five seed, Arena Sabalenka, who took down uh, the pole, Magda yeah. Lynette. Took down the pole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who was a, she's a three-time Grand Slam semi-finalist, but this will be her first Grand Slam finalist. So here she is, uh, Sabalenka post-match. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm super happy. Super happy that I was able to, to get this win. And I mean, she's an, an unbelievable player. She played really great tennis. And um, yeah, I'm just super happy right now. And guys, thank you so much for stay, stay late tonight and support us. <laughs> thank you. So she's super happy. So it'll be her monster forehand against Rabakina's monster serve. And uh, Rabakina was obviously delighted that she too is into a final. Uh, for sure, I got a lot of experience from Wimbledon, and uh, to be honest, I just want to come on court and really enjoy the moment, enjoy the atmosphere, because it's uh, it's really amazing to play in front of you guys. So thank you so much, and uh, yeah, we see how it's gonna go, but uh, for sure, I try my best. I, I fight, and uh, yeah, hopefully, I'm gonna win. Oh, don't go near her forehand. Mm. My goodness. She's been hitting down the line very well from all reports, so both she, sides. She vanquished Vika Azarenka. Azarenka, in her post-match, clashed with the journo. There was a repeated line of questioning. So we know that the Russian and Belarusian flags have been banned from the grounds at, at Melbourne Park, but there is fresh controversy with a, an apparent shot of Djokovic's dad posing with a group of fans with flags, including a flag with Putin's face on it. Uh, which is completely unsavoury for anyone uh, around. And uh, uh, yes, Tennis Australia and Tiley in particular have copped a little bit of flack over mm-hmm. this hills that they haven't issued a more strongly worded statement against Djokovic's father. But uh, somehow it's, it's made it into Azarenka's press conference. She's Belarusian, of course. And, and there was a prolonged line of questioning about whether these off-court incidents... And uh, the appearance of the flags, uh, the Russian flags and Putin faces uh, are a distraction for the players. I, I don't know what you guys want us to do about it. Like, talk about it. I, 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 don't, I don't know what's, what's the goal here that um, is continuously brought up and uh, these incidents that, in my opinion, have nothing to do with players, but somehow you keep dragging players into it. So... What's the goal here? I think you should ask yourself that question, not me. Good answer. Mm. Good answer. I agree. 
And then it got to the stage, well, are you a political journalist? No, I'm a sporting journalist. Well, I'm an athlete, I'm sitting here, and you keep asking me those questions. Nothing to do with the athleticism we've just put on on the court. Good. She was good the other day too. Another journalist who, who upset her by sort of talking about a meltdown she had 10 years ago. Mm. I don't know. I've, I'm over that. I'm, I'm moving on. I'm, I'm here just. now. I'm here now in 20... 23. You sound like a good media manager, mate. Did you have a job somewhere before? <laughs> oh, I did, yes. And I would have pulled even Patty into line if he had have upset my my people like that. <laughs> well, she handled it. I know. It normally means it normally needs well. a media manager to come in, but she's done it herself. This is such a singular game. It's a very lonely um, existence, you and your team travelling around the world, and you, you've got to deal with this stuff a lot of the time by yourself, and she's done unbelievably well. Among the many feel-good stories, and there have been plenty at the Australian Open, Kubler and Hidjikata. Yeah, they're through, eh? Rinky, yeah. So Kubler, of course, the, the young Queenslander, uh, they're into the doubles. It, it's it smacks of the special case run from last young. year. He's 29 now. Yeah, he's actually, yeah, yeah he's had his Hitchikata, share of how, how old's Hitchy? I don't know. I'll have a I'll look it up. You keep going with what you're going to say oh, about Hitchy. Well, they are through, as wild cards, they are through... To the doubles final, which is just fantastic. Here's, firstly, here's Jason Kubler. Who, who would have thought? Eh? Who would have thought? Um, yeah, we both we both returned unbelievable. I thought, uh, you know, if anyone watched the match yesterday, they saw Rinky lacing them, and then I was happy to do my part today. So, um, unbelievable, unbelievable feeling, both of us, and uh, we get a rest day tomorrow, which is great, and then play Saturday. Mm. And of course, Rinky spoke on this elaborate game plan. That He's twenty-one. Rinky is he twenty-one? Yeah. Uh, I don't even know at this point. I think we just kind of, yeah, just see the ball and hit the ball. Um, yeah, I don't know, to be honest. Well, that makes a lot of sense. We do overcomplicate sport. Mm-hmm. Look for the gaps where you should be putting this this shot and put it there. So it is one of the, as I said, one of the good field good, one of the great feel good stories of this tournament. And uh, Kubler was asked about his combo with Rinky. <laughs> It's funny because at some stages we're just yelling at each other, you know, like I don't even know what he's saying, I don't know what I'm saying, and we're just yelling, so, like there's, there's heaps of energy and we sort of, uh, you know, we both play better when there's more energy than you, so we'll just keep it going. I don't know who the leader is, but we're doing, we're doing pretty well right now. <laughs> it's sounding more and more like special codes from last year. Yeah, yeah that's right. And yeah. that worked. Do they talk behind their hands, these two? Yeah, they do, oh. and they signal behind their backs. But they yell at each other publicly, no yeah. problems. But <laughs> When uh, they the, win the point, they do. The tactics are behind mm. closed hands. Love to hear from you this morning. It's a pack three hours, as I said. The Brighton Homes open line, 13 13 55. The text line is 0467 736 736. And, of course, all the Australian Open information coming courtesy of the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. It is at the pinnacle of engineering. The Kia EV6 GT, the most powerful Kia ever crafted, Eagles. Mm. You know they are pumping it up, mate. You should probably have a look at one of those. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of in the middle of you considering. You like your power, don't you? I do. Up to the Mustang idea. Well, no, no, the Mustang idea hasn't gone anywhere, but the Mustang is going to take a while to get here. Right. I don't think the new Mustang arrives in Australia until around September, something like that. Oh, mm. oh yeah. So there's plenty to do. 